0: Hello, Word Nerds, welcome to the dictionary. Uh, yeah, here we go with the end of page 216. Obviously, I would love it if you wrote me a review on Apple Podcasts, and I think there are other podcast platforms that you might be listening to this on that uh, also have a reviewing system. But for some reason, Apple Podcasts is the one that uh, you know has control of everything, and that's really o- the only one that matters. At least when it comes to reviews. Okay, okay, okay. And you know, please subscribe. We're almost in. Uh, we're almost in the nine hundreds. If we get to a th- or when we get to a thousand, and if you're not subscribed, you're not gonna get the episode. Supposedly, let's see what happens. We'll find out. That's gonna be a fun surprise. And uh, what else? You can share this and write me a letter and send it to me. Over snail mail. No, you don't have my address, but I do have an email address. You can send it to there. All right, the first word is uh, chitin, C H I T I N, chitin, noun from circa 1839. This is a horny polysaccharide, C 8 H 13 N O 5, and then all of that is in parentheses, and then there's a subscript N, so that, you know, there's possibly more than that uh more than just one of that anyway it is this polysaccharide that forms part of the hard outer integument especially of insects arachnids and crustaceans and chitinous is an adjective so yeah this is the this is like their their outer layer is made of this chitin um yeah now we have a similar word which is pronounced the same way chitin or chi- chiton um, so it's chiton uh, chitin and chiton are both fine to say uh, this is a noun from 1816 um similar but different one any of a class of elongated bilaterally symmetrical marine mollusks with a dorsal shell of calcareous plates and. I just wonder, are those calcareous plates made of chitin? I don't know. Seems like they would be. Uh, And then number two, the basic garment of ancient Greece worn usually knee length by men and full length by women. That one is clearly not related. Uh, By the way, the class name of those uh, mollusks is polyplacophora, polyplacophora, polyplacophora. Some words just... Just exude a song, don't they? Polyplacophora, polyplacophora. Um, Anyway, this is a genus name from the Greek chiton, which means tunic. Okay, so, well, we'll just finish, and then we'll start guessing. Uh, Chiton, which means tunic, of Semitic origin, akin to the Hebrew uh, kutineth, which means tunic. Okay, so here we go. Why? I mean, I get the number two definition. It's a tunic, but... How is that related to these mollusks? I don't know. Are they wearing tunics? Now I want to see a mollusk wearing a tunic. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to chitter. C-H-I-T-T-E-R. Intransitive verb from the 13th century. The synonyms are Twitter and chirp. And then also the synonym chatter. How that one, why that one had to be separated from the other two, I'm not sure. Chatter, chirp, twitter, it's all chitter. Next is chitterlings or chitlins. Both chitterlings and chitlins. Uh, this is a noun from the 13th century. The intestines of hogs, especially when prepared as food. Uh, I was not prepared for that. I've heard people call children chitlins, uh, maybe chitterlings too, but I'm not sure, which of course that one would be related to in the last episode we had chit, which is just child. But uh, yeah, uh, we don't need to be eating the hog's intestines, please and thank you. Next is chivalric, C-H-I-V-A-L-R-I-C, chivalric, adjective from 1794, Relating to chivalry. See, I I think I added a a letter in there. Chivalry. It's not chivalry. It's chivalry. And then synonym is chivalrous. Uh, Chivalrous makes more sense than chivalric. But chivalric is a fun word to say. Uh, Okay, here we go with chivalrous. Chivalrous. Adjective from the 14th century. One, the synonym is valiant. Two, of relating to or characteristic of chivalry and knight errantry. So, knight is the word with the K, like a knight in shining armor, and then there's a hyphen and then the word errantry, E R R A N T R Y. Of relating to or characteristic of chivalry and knight errantry. 3A, marked by honor, generosity, and courtesy. 3B, marked by gracious courtesy and high-minded consideration, especially to women. And the synonym is the word civil. Civil, similar to chival. Uh, And then chivalrously is an adverb and chivalrousness is a noun. I like this. We need more of this. Here we go with uh, the other The other word in this group is just the word chivalry. C-H-I-V-A-L-R-Y. Noun from the 14th century. One, mounted men at arms. Two, is archaic. Two, A, martial valor. Two, B, knightly skill. And th- that's the knightly with a K. Three, gallant or distinguished gentleman, or would it be gallant, gallant? I think it's gallant, but some people say gallant. Gallant or distinguished gentleman. Four, the system, spirit, or customs of medieval knighthood. Five, the qualities of the ideal knight and chivalrous conduct. It's really hard to say this word correctly. Chival, chivalrous Uh, Okay, is there any etymology that we want to read? It is from the Anglo-French chevalerie from chevalier, which means knight, and there's more at the word chevalier. Next is chive, noun from the 14th century, a perennial plant related to the onion and having slender leaves used as a seasoning, and then also just its leaves. This is used usually in plural, and you can compare it to the synonym garlic chive, which we also learned is called, uh, I think, Chinese chive. Uh, this is from the Latin uh, kepa, which means onion. The scientific name is allium. Uh, how do you say this word? "Chenoprasum." "Chenoprasum." Allium, shenoprasum. Um And I think it's so funny that there are people with some weird genetic thing that makes chives taste like soap to them uh yeah I, I don't know it's a lot of people it almost seems like it's 50 50 or 40 60 i don't know but there's a lot of people who think chive tastes like soap so no chives for them chives it's, I'm, I'm okay with them onions are not like my most favorite thing they're okay so chives are okay for me all right next we have chivy chivy or you could have two v's if you want this is a verb from 1918, and I think it is just transitive. One, to tease or annoy with persistent petty attacks. You're being very chivy. Two, to move or obtain by small maneuvers, as in chivy and olive out of a bottle. <laughs> uh, we, we get olives sometimes. We make little sort of like charcuterie plates with olives, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't know this was the word, but I have to chivy the olives. Why? Why is it so difficult to get them out of there? Uh, and then a synonym is the word bait, b a i t. This is from chivy, uh, which means chase or hunt, probably from English dialect Chevy Chase, which means chase. That's I know Chevy Chase is a town. I think, but there's more, obviously. Uh, so, Chevy Chase means chase or confusion. That is from the name of a ballad describing the Battle of Otterburn from 1388. Wow, there's a lot of information, and it makes no sense to me. Uh, I also hope that chivy just meant, you know, it's like something tastes like chives. It's chivy. All right. Now, moving into another section, we have our next word, which is Chlamydia. C-H-L-A-M-Y-D-I-A, chlamydia, noun from 1966. Uh, Number one, any of a genus of spherical gram-negative intracellular bacteria, especially one that causes or is associated with various diseases of the eye and urogenital tract, including trachoma, lymphogranuloma verena, verenium venereum cervicitis and some forms of urethritis yeah this is a bad thing number two a disease or infection caused by chlamyd chlamydii. Uh and then chlamydial is an adjective so the family name the genus name is chlamydia the family name is chlamydiaceae Um, And then the one specifically that was mentioned is uh, Chlamydia trachomatis. Uh, This, I think, typically is just a sexually transmitted disease. So, you know, be safe and wear protection so you don't get this. Why Why would you want this? You don't want this. Okay, next we have Chlamydospore. It's a it's a spore, so this is probably fungus-related. Uh, noun from 1884, a thick-walled, usually resting fungal spore. Uh, so, it's probably related to the last word, but how exactly, I'm not sure. Like, do you grow these spores if you have chlamydia? I have no idea. That's gross. Again, wear protection. Next, we have uh, clamis or chlamys, C H L-A-M-Y-S, Clamis, noun from 1699, a short oblong mantle worn by young men of ancient Greece. Uh, the etymology, now nah, we can skip it. And then next is Chloe, capital C-H-L-O-E, noun from 1587, a lover of Daphnis in a Greek pastoral romance. If your name is Chloe, you are named after this lover of daftness. Uh Next and last word is a prefix. It is chlor or chloro. C-H-L-O-R. And then you could tag on a no, depending on the word that it is preceding. Uh, no year for this one. Number one, it means chlorine. No, green. As in the example, chlorine or chlorosis. And number two, it means chlorine or containing chlorine. As in Chloroprene. Uh, this is from the Greek chloros, which means greenish yellow, and there's more at the word yellow. I didn't know chlorine was y- green. I don't know. All right. So the words that we had today are chitin, chiton, chitter, chitterlings, chivalric, chivalrous, chivalrous, chivalry, chive, chivy, chlamydia. Chlamydospore, Chlamis, Chloe, and Chlor. I am going to pick Chivalrous as the word of the episode because we need a lot more of this. Uh, You know, maybe we don't necessarily need to throw our jacket down in a puddle to allow somebody to walk by, but, you know, also it doesn't necessarily need to be just in uh, relationships with people or courting people. You can just be chivalrous with the people around you and just be helpful and nice and that's all it really is generosity what were some of the other words uh, honor generosity courtesy gracious courtesy high-minded consideration especially to women what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that you know opening doors for people whoever the people are doesn't matter just 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 be nice that's all uh shi why do i want to put an l in there chivalrous 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 you gotta go be chivalrous to all the people out there in the world all right let's talk about the holidays real quick uh here we go it is uh saint anthony don't know who saint anthony was or what this holiday is exactly but that's what that is um, in austria and belgium it is father's day uh it is are we on the right Page, we are on the right page. In Hungary, it is Inventors Day. In Iraqi Kurdistan, it is uh Suleiman Suleimanaya City Fallen and Martyrs Day. And uh the fun holidays, June thirteenth. Oh you know what? I was checking something, but there's another holiday. It is International Albinism Awareness Day. Um so you know, be aware of the people who have albinism. Uh, raise awareness about albinism and eliminate all forms of discrimination related to albino people yes it's very very rare Uh, it is non-contagious by the way it says that here non-contagious so don't don't feel like you can't like shake their hand or give them a hug or be near them it's not like you're going to catch this it's a genetically inherited disorder present at birth Uh, lack of pigmentation in the hair skin and eyes uh, can cause a vulnerability to the sun and bright light uh, found in both sexes, regardless of ethnicity, all countries in the world. Um, also, animals can get albinism. You know, you will every once in a while see an albino uh, alligator or whatever. Um, it's it's a fascinating, fascinating thing. And, uh, you know, they are very rare and should be celebrated. Um, and then our fun holiday is National Sewing Machine Day. So, go... Go give your sewing machine a present. All right, that is it. We have finished page 216. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing all of this information. Goodbye.